name's Sid Garza Hillman, and this is what I think. My children, in general, do not give a crap uh, that I used to do some acting, and they it doesn't really come up. They sort of, it's not a big thing. But the other day, they were asking if... I've ever flown first class, and I said, yes, I have flown first class on occasion, uh, especially when I was doing acting, because it was this stupid thing about Screen Actors Guild, you have to fly, whatever the rules are. I was always like, really, can I just, LA to Portland, first class, that's a, that's an experience. Um, anyways, just give me a few, hundred, a few hundred extra bucks, and we'll call it we'll call it even. Uh, anyways, and so I said, yeah, I've, I, there's been a couple times where I've flown first class, and it's been pretty great, and that was the acting thing. So then they were asking me, in general about that a little bit of my and uh, i said you know it was you know it was fun and i was doing it full time had a lot more time to you know kind of do my music and things like that i was kind of getting into that a little bit and my daughter the the twin uh she's 11 she goes well you know it is it's probably good that you got that work it's probably nice because you know now you get ten dollar checks once in a while and i realized that for their experience of my acting career it's that they see me get residual checks <laughs> that are ten dollars is fun sometimes uh rarely it's once in a while it'll pop up a little bit but it's a very weird thing to have a check arrive in the mail from warner brothers exciting and you open up it's a dollar 57 it's a weird very confusing existence for me to uh, feel opposing feelings simultaneously for warner brothers my ships not come in for a dollar 54 um i my book is is impending it's it's the published date was april 13th if you're listening to this 2021 last time i checked it was now april 27th because there's covid shit that's delaying things i don't like it so anyways it's available for pre-order still it just might be a couple more weeks until those of you who have pre-ordered it will receive it i have not pre-ordered it i should i should pre-order i should should pre-order a million copies Mm. i think that's what scientology did put them on the bestseller list and rightfully so thank you to everybody who patreons me and uh i was thinking about the patreoners uh recently i've been super busy it's time for another uh another live uh zoom session it's gonna happen so you're gonna see a thing coming in with a link and the thing and the thing and we'll hang out and we'll have a beer together because that's the time and place to have a beer what did happen just now did Sid go right to the episode title fluidly, seamlessly, without us even realizing that was happening? Yes, he did. The episode title of today's episode is Time and Place. If you'll notice, unless you're just joining me for the first time, in which case, whew, <laughs> talk about a left turn. Last week's episode was at any other time. Two time-themed episodes in a row. What is going on with me? Well, um, it's what Sid thinks. So I've been thinking about time lately, I guess. I don't know. I think it's best not to question yourself. Um, <clears throat> here's what's happening. I'm doing the small, oh, by the way, you know, small step intensive and small Anyway, If you want to do long-term habit change, that's it. Just a little, if, if you don't give a crap and you want to keep doing quick fix after quick fix, don't, don't, I'm not your guy. Okay. I'm not your guy. If you want to do it for real and be an adult about it. There we are. SOS. You guys heard of SOS? Interestingly, SOS is sort of like help, help, but it's also a very dietary uh, reality. 
in today's in today's uh, uh, environment. Salt, oil, sugar-free. You guys heard about this? Salt, oil, sugar-free. Now, if there's an SOS person listening here, take a deep breath. Through the nose and out through the nose. Why out through the nose, Sid? Because it's the proper way to breathe. Don't exhale through the mouth. I know that your yogi told you to do that, and that's fun. Do that for fun, but not for functional breathing, okay? In through the nose, out through the nose. It's slow. It's elongated. Stimulates the vagus nerve. Don't get me started. Oh, the the guy who started my, um, who founded the program that I am now an instructor for, Oxygen Advantage, he has a new book out. Can't remember the name. I have it. I own it. Can't remember the name. Oxygen Solution. I don't know. I'll go. I just started reading it. It's deep. It's big. It's one of those big books that has lots of research cited and it's, it's a little more um, academic, which is good because I want to get deep in the weeds on that on purpose. But he talks a lot about the vagus nerve, right? Because of course the way to this way of breathing and functional breathing in general, the, the, the slower breath, about five, six breaths per minute, per minute total, slow, light inhale, very slow, elongated exhale, that kind of thing stimulates the vagus nerve. So it's vagus nerve, vagus nerve. And sure enough, there's one point where he mentions it and it's spelled V-E-G-A-S as in Las Vegas instead of V-A-G-U-S. I knew it was going to happen. Smell check, spell check cannot do that. Spell check cannot keep in tra- keep up with that stuff. It's, it overloaded. Spell check was like, I don't know what's happening here. Most people use V-E-G-A-S, Vegas, and you're pushing me. You're pushing me to another spelling. I'm not going to let it go 100%. Mm. Costa Rican, dark roast. Anyhow, so um, to take a deep breath if you're SOS, okay? Just, just. I got a call for for the resort from somebody coming. This happens fairly often where somebody, I've done an episode on food allergies. So you know where I stand on that. Some are legit. Some are, you need attention. And I understand that. I just not your guy to coddle you and enable you. I'm just not your guy. I will take care of you while you're, while you're under my care, of course. But I don't want to, okay. Anyways, and so, um. Uh, we'll do the best we can. I'll put it that way. And so anyways, so this guy calls SOS, SOS. He had heart problems. I got it. I got it. You have heart attack, heart issues. You want to take care of it. You want to live well. I'm on it. But he went to the this and the this and the that retreat and the Esselstyn and this. And this is where I learned SOS. And I, he goes, do you know what SOS is? I said, I do know what SOS is. Thank you. Yeah. Well, it was with this guy named Esselstyn. Have you ever heard of him? I go, Yes, I've heard of him. We've spoken at the same events. I've had three books published. For crying out loud, what do you need? What do you need? Uh, he goes, well, I, you know, I, I look a little. So SOS, no salt, no oil, no sugar. He goes, a little salt or sugar is fine. It's not going to kill me. It's the oil. So the implication is a little oil is going to kill him, kill him, murder a little oil. He will be murdered by oil. Murdered by the Italian who stomped on the olives, got some all. That guy is a murderer. We should put him in jail. I said, well, we barely use any oil in our cuisine. And even when we do, it's very light. Sometimes when we're doing like breakfast potatoes, it's literally a dusting of, of spray oil, like a just a light dusting, negligible calorically. He interrupts me. I'm not talking about calories. I'm talking about fat. I go, well, fat's freaking calories. Good Lord. If it doesn't have calories, negligible calories, it doesn't have fat. Calories is fat. Fat is a calorie, nine calories per gram for the love of all of all, of all that's holy. This is another example of getting too deep in the woods on minutia and details to the point where you don't understand the basics. If something is negligible calorically, it doesn't, it's going to be negligible protein, fat, carbohydrate, because those are calories. And if there's barely any calories of those, there's barely any calories. 
the problem is, is that without context and without a plan to make this a reality in the real world, people are left high and dry of how to wade through a crazy modern world. They understand that it's best if they're on a low-fat diet. I agree. But that doesn't mean that a a drop of oil is going to kill you. That means that overall you want to keep your fat calories low and you want to keep your healthy foods high. Oil's not healthy. So yes, minimize, of course. And if you have a heart thing, you have to minimize even more potentially because oil is one of these sneaky things that you don't see and it can add a ton of fat. It's 100% fat to your diet. I get it. But to get to that level of militancy, to get to that level of stress where you are walking around believing that a drop of oil is going to kill you. I got a problem with that. I got a problem with that because it's not a good, healthy, happy way to live. You heard me say not a healthy way to live. Why? Because stress will kill you. Extreme stress day to day will kill you. It's not healthy to walk around with that kind of fear on your freaking shoulders. So take a deep breath if you're SOS right now. And I'm telling you right now, not everything that you do is 100% natural. I guarantee it. I understand that all added salt is not natural. Added sugar is not natural. Added oil, not natural. But neither is keeping your temperature in a perfect little realm of five degrees in your house because you don't want to feel a little bit too hot, a little too cold. Neither is driving in a car when we should be moving our bodies more. Neither is sitting at a desk in front of a laptop for eight hours. There's lots of things. We'd have to take the little bit of the pressure off and take a deep breath and do the best we can with a backdrop of self-care and with a backdrop of taking it freaking easy. And this is my issue with these guys like Esselstyn. I'm gonna, I don't care. I don't care anymore because they, I don't know if I ever did, but anyways, to name the names because they don't, they're great in informationally, but they don't provide context. They go, here you go. Fat, low fat diet. Cause if you eat high fat, it'll kill you. Here, good luck. Go home to go home to uh, new, you know, t- Tulsa or New Jersey and, and wade through your mother-in-law getting pissed at you because you're on a special diet and, and wade through your coworkers who are going to make fun of you and wade through, you know, not eating the things that you've loved and grown up with. Good luck with that. Just want to set you, set you free, but totally not free. Mm. Where does time and place come into the play, into the picture? Time and place is an easy way And it's, look, it's awareness dependent. So just, you know, FYI, but an easy way to wade through the personal balance of healthy to not healthy eating under, wait for it, the umbrella of healthy living. And this is what's weird. I'm a nutritionist. I know how to eat really, really, really well. I don't on purpose. Now, I'm not saying to do what I do. I am saying I have found a place that minimizes my stress around food. And trust me, I've been on the other side of that. But now I found a nice little balance for me which is most of the time healthy eating, but a time and place where I'm, I'm sort of looking at things like, is this the time and place? So most days when I'm working, I don't really, I'm not sitting down for a special meal. You know, it's not like a thing. It's not, I'm just sort of eating. I eat dinner with my family. We're hanging out, we're watching a show, whatever. It's not a big deal. But then you know, Thanksgiving or, or weekends where it's like Saturday night and it's like a movie night and we have fun and we have a little, you know, we have some dessert and I have a couple, you know, I have a scotch and, and, a, and a beer or something. That's time and place appropriate. And it's a way for you, again, I'm not talking about me, like don't do what I'm doing. I'm just saying it's a way of looking and saying, okay, was this, is this the time and place for this? 
If this is the time and place for this, then this will be the time and place that I enjoy my food more and, and actually give myself license for crying out loud to have fun, to keep my stress low. As I've said before, blue zones around the country, they, around the world where they live the longest, they all drink. They all drink. But SOS people, not So figure that out. Because it's not that drinking is healthy. It's just that living a lower stress life and if having a glass of wine with your buddies is a stress relief, there you go. If you start drinking wine all day, it's not healthy. Then it's a stress cause it's a stress inducer, not a stress relief. There's a there it is. Time and place. If there's no time and place for you, if there's no time and place where it's appropriate to do something a little less than healthy, it may mean you're trying to control your environment, your external environment and your life in such a way that will actually cause you undue amounts of stress. And it will, as I said in a recent episode, maybe the last one, I don't know. I forget the episode as soon as I hit stop. But as I said in some earlier episode, you, we are at a higher level of stress in the modern world anyways. But if you ramp that up because you're walking around fearful about food and holding on so tight to a 100% plan, your sensitivity to overwhelm goes through the roof. And while you may be able to short time pull off that 100% healthy eating model, other things in your life will fail. That is almost 100% true. Your social life will take a hit. Your job may take a hit. Your overall health, ironically, or whatever you want to, whatever uh, verb, uh, will take a hit. Adverb, ironically, I don't know. Uh, will take a hit. They'll take a hit because you can't, it's, you're holding on too tight. The dam's going to break somewhere. If you hold in and one, pop, plug that hole over there and just all the, the stuff goes to plug that hole, the other cracks are going to get bigger. You can't do that. You've got to make sure that you're evening out your control where you can and what you can. Variation, if you want to live in an actual world of going outside, for instance, variation is a part of life. It is a part of life. So I'll say it again. If you are trying to hold on so tight to a regimen, routine, plan, whatever, that, that you, so tight that you close yourself off to experiences, people, fluctuations, irregularities, variation. It's a recipe for disaster. And I will also tell you this, it's unnatural. It's unnatural. We are a versatile species. We're adaptable. We're actually adaptable. We're, while whole plants are tuned to, uh, we are tuned to whole plants, fiber, everything about whole plants is like human beings were herbivores. That's what we, that's like our optimal. But if you look at the history of the human species, the actual anthropology of it, not the freaking paleo diet, by the way, started by somebody who's not a nutritionist. Go figure. Anyways, if you look at the, the history of our species and it varied by talking about variation, depending on where you were, that's why the paleo don't, I already did a whole episode on paleo, so don't get me started, but I'm just saying it was, we're, we're omnivores in the sense that we can, it's not optimal on occasion, but we can digest lots of different things. That's how we were able to survive and thrive as a species. We're, we're, we are adaptable. And all I'm saying for, I'm, I'm advocating fostering that versatility. You want to know why trail running is easier on the body than road running? Here's why. Because road running is artificial. And, and I'm not knocking it. I'm saying be aware of it. Road running is, our, nothing is so smooth in nature. So smooth, so perfect. Look at our little right, perfect right angle. We love this kind of thing. We love the smooth thing. We can kind of zone out, but look what happens. Robotic pounding 
of the foot the same way. Boom, boom, boom. Trail running, it's different. You have to adapt. It uses different muscle groups. It uses side to side. When I was training for my first ultramarathon, my coach that I hired because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. He put me on these band, like rubber, these those fitness rubber band things to do leg side to side adductors, abductors, the hip muscles in and out of your inside of your leg, outside of your leg, moving in and out because you're when you're on a trail, it's different muscle groups and it's not regular. It's not like you use different muscle groups, but you use them every time. No, you it mixes up, and we do that well. And when we try to f- to control it so that that never happens, we fail. We fail. We try to become robotic in the world and we fail. Nature is not nice. It's not clean. It's not neat. It doesn't have perfect right angles. It's not only doable to change things up in the modern world to mock a little bit more of what's natural for us as a species and an, an environment in which we thrive. It's advantageous and it's more natural for us. And I believe that we are still somewhere deep, deep down, natural.
giving up is only in the eyes of the watchers who stare until they're satisfied with the judgment they bring. With the judgment they bring. But their judgment doesn't mean a goddamn thing. Their judgment doesn't mean a goddamn thing. Nothing. 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 Nothing.